Hello, everyone. It's Nick Koya, Imagine Action Broadcast Cross Borders. Yes, I'm so excited now to just tell you guys I'm here to introduce another fantastic, fantastic talk between Uri Noimewa talking to Dr. Daniel Fall. They are talking about, yeah, how do we live in this planet? You know, I mean, they were sharing very powerful wisdom words. So before me, actually listen to it and share it if you could uh, at the end of this episode. Um. I guess I, maybe I'll, I'll go back to this um, um, coming into a new place. And I, I like this uh, theme. And beside the fact that I, I am uh, from Jewish ancestry, Jewish mm -hmm. and Scottish, I discovered uh, some German and Scottish or, uh, branch that I know of. Um, and, um, and also now I'm moving to this new house and we're having lots of problems, you know, all sorts of weird, we, we got locked out of the house today it was, mm. and, and we get like, and, and I, you know, as you're speaking, it's like, I didn't greet the, the river or I know, and I'm thinking mm -hmm. there's something here, you know, or the dead, there's a, a strong cemetery here and I haven't mm -hmm. really, you know, so. Um, so I, you know, I, I was thinking, okay, yeah, I'm going to speak with Daniel. So like, <laughs> what's, what's your, how to, how to, how to greet, like, what would be your uh, suggestion for someone coming into a new place and encountering some trouble, some resistance? Uh, sure. It's a, it's a big topic, really. I could say what usually will work most of the time. And then there are, if you come into a place that's especially complicated or especially hazardous, or, you know, sometimes there are more complicated types of situations, but often the, imagine a lot of what we already know about relating with other living humans applies when we're wondering about expanding that to relating with other than humans or a wider field of, of connection. So if you come to a, a party or a social gathering in a new community for the first time, uh, you know, what would you do? You probably wouldn't be like, hi, I'm Yuri. Like I can stand in the middle of the room and be like, I just want everyone to know who I am. And people would be like, who is this guy? Like, he's awkward. Like, what is he doing? You would probably just watch first. Be like, okay, well, what's the scene? What's going on here? Like, how did I get invited to this party? Or like, is there anyone that wants to talk to me? So you notice who comes up to you. Notice how you feel about that connection. If it's someone that's really strange, you're like, okay, well, hello. Um, but you, you kind of, you walk lightly when you come into a new space. And if there's someone hosting the party, you might say to them, this is a lovely party of a lovely home. Thank you for inviting me in. I'm really glad to be here. And so you, you wonder who's the elder here or who's the host and what is going to communicate respect to them. And, and if you do that, they might invite you back or they might put out a good word for you, something like that. And so in general, a, a principle is to say you and your ancestors convey respect to the ancestors of the land where you're at. So me and my people come here and we bring a gift. And you might say, I don't know what you all like here. I'm still learning about you, but I've brought some traditional foods and a prayer and from my people. And I heard that maybe you like roses. So I've also brought some roses. 
and I'm going to set these at the cemetery, and I'm not sure where is best, but I come with good intent, peace, whatever it is, or maybe you bring them to the river, or maybe, so you do your best, and when we don't know the ritual, we, we wing it. There's a beautiful verse from Otoro uh, Pomeji or Logbo Meji in, in uh, Ifa, Yoruba tradition, of a child who is being asked to divine for others, or like a young person, and he's just like, I don't, I never learned this. Like my parents died young, or I didn't, I didn't get the training. And, and so he invokes his ancestors in the moment and, and improvises, and it goes beautifully. Now, now the second time you might actually have to go get some training, but it, but in the in the verse, it's highlighting the fact that when we don't know the ritual, we're not sure what to do. If we're coming from heart and humility, and sincere intent, most of the time it's going to be fine. It's like we get a pass most of the time. So it's better to risk doing it imperfectly, and come from a heart centered place, than to not do anything and to be frozen in a kind of perfection. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love that. Um, yeah, sometimes they call it beginner's mind or um, this kind of, uh, and, and my daughter, she's seven years old. She's amazing. And mm-hmm. actually, you know, when I'm kind of not sure what to do, I just look at her and because mm-hmm. she creates these rituals, like she, she mm-hmm. very naturally, you know, um, mm-hmm. creates these rituals, putting some, um, we, we, the place we were before had this big garden, this one doesn't have, and she would spend hours of just taking plants and making invisible soups and things like that and, mm. and playing in this imaginary worlds. But it, it was clear for me seeing her that it wasn't really imaginary in the sense that right. it's, um, it's, it's, it's real. It's, it's imaginary and it's real at the same time. So and and that uh, she's accessing something we can all probably access but we kind of forgot or get educated out of um, right. um so yeah it's it, and it's and it's great that you're bringing this work into the world and kind of opening a door and um yeah i would love for you to share more like uh, with with the nico we are also working on a project starting voicing gaia which will also started kind of uh, collecting videos and people uh, speaking a- as and with um, Gaia and different earth places and thinking about a perform action performance during during the COP26. Nico is in Glasgow where the COP26 climate conference is held this year, but it's going to be also worldwide. Uh, you know, as we're living in this <laughs> interconnected world, even more so. But Nico is our local host there. Um, and, um, so, so there, I, you know, I can imagine all sorts of interesting conversations or, um, things that might happen and, and exchange. Uh, but yeah, I also wanted to kind of see if you want to share more about, um, use this stage to share more about the programs that you have coming up or things that you feel like, um, inviting people into or, or where, where do people get connected with this work? Like, yeah. Well, the the website of ancestralmedicine.org has, we have a lot of free resources. We host uh, uh, pretty thorough online courses on 
ancestral healing and reconnection and also animism and earth reconnection. We host a guide of practitioner training for folks who vocationally wish to learn how to carry out ancestral healing services for others. And we have a directory of currently 68, I believe, practitioners of ancestral healing. So one-on-one -on -one sessions with folks, and those are currently in, available in, I think, English, Spanish, French, German, Dutch, and American Sign Language. And, and so, you know, our intent is to have the work be accessible more and more to people in other language uh, languages. So that's one uh, thing I would say about the organization. And it's my intent more broadly to, to mainstream these kinds of things, to have them be very normal. The idea that relating with the ancestors or relating with the earth requires a certain belief is a very Protestant way of thinking about it. Uh, and very much about like, what's your professed doctrine, something like that. Most of the world that's not Protestant, I know I'm, I'm giving Protestant Christianity a hard time a little bit here. Uh, most of the world is more concerned about what are you like, what are your ethics? What do you actually do? Not even what you think your ethics are, but what do you actually do? Are you making choices that communicate respect to people you don't like? Are you honoring the earth? Are you, are you being a, a person with hospitality and integrity or not? If you are, great, we have common ground. Let us get along. If not, I don't really care what you think you believe. You're not moving in integrity. And so I say that because when we suggest something like, hey, you can relate with your own ancestors, you're like, I don't know if I believe in that. Okay. Well, I say, well, there's a very small thing. You can't even see it, but it can do things like make pandemics. Be like, well, I don't believe in that. Okay. Well, it believes in you. You might want to consider a vaccine if you have access to it. You know, so it, there's a way in which the framing for all this stuff is ideally more pragmatic and relational and less religious and less about doctrine and all that. I don't know if I believe in the ancestors any more than I believe that I fully exist. But practically speaking, you know, I, my wife and kids would think it weird if I walked upstairs and told them I didn't exist. And so we have this practical sensibility that I want to encourage people to move from. It doesn't matter if it's real or true. It is more about does it bring more love and kindness and connectivity and purpose into your life? If so, move toward it. It's good. Well, collectively, we're down lineage from a lot of really hard stuff and a lot of uh, just war and genocide and really, that's like difficult, difficult things. And so when we can intentionally cultivate more like play and love and spontaneity, that's not avoiding the hard stuff. That's a really sensible strategic response to the, the big collective pain because that's not going anywhere. Right? We, you know, we got to settle in for metabolizing a lot of that. But that's what I'd say is just for, for anybody listening to feel like it's really normal and really fine to come back into relationship with the rest of life. You don't have to sign up for a certain tradition or 
take a new name or any of that kind of stuff unless you want to.